Killer Kush, a podcast where we smoke and talk about killers, caspers, and cryptids. My name's Lick the Mouth. My pronouns are he, him. My name's Lady Cuchtenberg. My pronouns are they, she. Welcome to episode 31, Velisca Axe Murders. Velisca Axe Murders? Velisca Axe Murders. Oh my goodness. Have you ever heard about the Velisca Axe Murders? No, I've never heard of Velisca nor the murders. Nor the the murders. Nor the murders. It's an (laughs) Iowa story. Oh, another Iowa story. Yeah, Why is to... shit so wrong in Iowa? Like, Bro, there's something in the water there. There's so much fucked up shit. There's literally a whole website that I use for my main source that's called Iowa Cold Cases. Uh, <laughs> because it's just, like, <laughs> rampant. It's, like, 1,800 pages of cold cases. Literally. Yeah, well, there's a lot of farmland there, which I feel like if you leave a person alone in a farm long enough, they're gonna do something crazy. They're gonna do something crazy. Yeah, and you've got, like, a lot of weapons that are used as farm materials, but they also can be used for murder, so why not? That's, like, 100% folk horror right there. hmm yeah. Oh, have you seen the trailer for Nope? No, I haven't. What is that? Uh, Jordan Peele's new film. No. It's kind of western-y, kind of alien-y. Looks very good. Horror? Horror. Oh, Horror. I love that. Yeah, it's it's exciting. I'm very excited for it. It stars Kiki Palmer. Is it like, would you say, what's that one that HBO did, Lovecraft County? Yeah, I didn't Is it like, like similar that. to that vibe with like western-y aliens, though? Kind of, I think. Okay. I Just, it's Jordan, it's shot... Like, it's directed by Jordan Peele, I think, and so just the way he be shooting films... Is amazing. It's really beautiful. good, it's yeah. It's very special. The very saturation, the like, saturation, the darkness, yeah. like, it's so... Ooh. Yeah. 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 So, very much looking forward to that. Sorry, that tangent. I just realized... No, no thank you. I, I hadn't mentioned it to you yet. No, I have not heard of that film yet. Like, genuinely. It's called Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Writing it down. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Looks at my palm later, and it just says nope. Anyway, what's uh, your vibe? Um, my vibe is fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm vibing. I'm fine. I'm totally I'm fine. fine. We're so close to winter ending, and that is what is pushing me through right it's now. Starting to smell like spring outside. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and it's sunny. Actually, mm-hmm. it's been sunny for longer. I feel like we haven't gotten really bad snow. It snowed yesterday, but it was yeah. still like bright out and all of that. So I'm very excited for that. Yeah. You know, like two days ago when it was 45 degrees outside? No. I... Well, it was 45 degrees outside a few days ago on Friday. And me and Elio and Bam went on three walks that day. Yes! They said I finally! The whole day outside. <laughs> Good. It was so nice. I walked and got coffee. I walked and went to Target. Ooh. We walked just to the park and back. We went on a whole bunch of little walks. I felt like I was a perfect little, like, stay-at-home mom. Yeah. It was nice. We missed the dog beach, though. That's the thing. The dog dog beach is always, like, perfect in the summer, but if you were to go now, you know Elio's ass would get in the frozen water and, like, drown and freeze to death. Like, he's crazy. He would come out and he would just stick together, just frozen solid. (laughs) Just to, like, pick him up and carry him home. Yeah, shake him off. (laughs) Microwave him. Air him out like a towel. Yeah, for sure. We are triangulating our location. Every time. I did say microwave him. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a quick defrost. He'd be fine. Quick little 30 seconds. Yeah, he's got a really thick skull. I'm sure that he would survive. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did I... Actually, this is a really morbid story, but I'm did I ever tell you trigger warning, animal abuse, trigger warning? No, I think that's it. Animal and drug abuse. Okay. Skip forward like three minutes if you don't want to hear this, probably. So um, Gabby's mom, when she was in college or like college age, they were having a house party and they had just gotten a new kitten 
and they like everyone was like doing drugs and like drinking and like on cocaine and stuff and someone turned on the oven and put this kitten in the oven and gabby's mom just smelled like really gross like burning flesh fur smell and she opened the oven and they like the the kitten was dead like they had killed this kitten That's, by making it like we baking should edit it alive. this part out that is animal abuse that is a 100 percent. isn't it so happen. disgusting too like yeah what yeah on purpose yeah on purpose they were just like on coke or something like on drugs and they an just excuse. no i definitely feel like it was you know how sometimes when people are like already a little bit off like prone to have those yeah. negative behaviors and then they do drugs and then it amplifies and then, those negative yeah. behaviors like it's definitely one of those moments but it's like oh she told us that when we were in high school and i like oh i think about it often i still <sighs> shiver that's so terrifying yeah. and it was when they were in high school yeah yeah that's crazy but she still remembers it she said she still can like remember the scent of it yeah i mean that's first of all formative years your high school experience is your formative years yeah second of all it's it's like how That's... people are like you can you know that you're smelling a dead body before you're smelling before you know that it's a dead body you know yeah. like you can the smell is a smell that you'll never forget which I'm so have you ever smelled a dead body before like have you ever found like rotting carcasses but not a human body yeah well like have the, you ever found formaldehyde. a dead body I, okay <laughs> I don't know if no, you've like been keeping a, a secret body. I feel like you would have told me if you found a dead yes, body I told but you. I don't it'd be on one hand it's like okay it'd be really cool to like stumble across a dead body. Yeah. right but on the other hand it's like oh maybe that's not something that, that would be fun stand by me i never heard about isn't that gay i don't think it's gay oh i'm pretty sure it's stand by me <laughs> i don't know but it's they find a dead body in the woods it's like a group of boys oh yeah it's good you should watch it that it's very sounds... much a classic yeah that kind of sounds like something i if there's they, like, like carves uh something into their hands all together i'm pretty sure why because they found a dead body so they were like we have to carve our hands I don't like, remember what happens in that carving hands part. Could be alive. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's in there somewhere. I'm very interested. We should watch it sometime. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, What's your vibe, Nick? My vibe is excited and nervous. I start the new job tomorrow, so new gig. Woo! We'll see. Not next week because we're doing a doubleheader today, but in two weeks. We'll yes. see how I'm feeling about it. And it'll be great. You're going to be feeling so great. I'm going to be feeling fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to be feeling financially stable you're and gonna that's be the feeling... sexiest part right there yeah it is there's like a real appeal that's sort of disgusting about financial stability but it's like just in order to survive you have to have financial stability yeah, like well, as a never human been yeah financially stable and it really is like a lifesaver it genuinely yeah. is like you need financial stability. my mouth is watering <laughs> at the idea of yeah. being financially stable i feel like a dog the brightest smile your oh eyes are filled god. with so much love Thank you're like god. i will do any job <laughs> any job Anything. at all please yeah, yeah. and so, you'll get to work with our bff yeah get to work with casey the pod knows casey he's yes. been on before he has he what episode oh uh, the episode where you tricked people he was on that episode, and then we had to re-record. Yeah. That was... I'm sorry, guys. That was a real loss. That, that was, was some, so There was sad. some funny banter in there, but alas. It was a good episode. It was, but Not anymore. It's a good memory. Yeah. Mm, smiley face. Whatever. Oh, yeah. was an audio issues. Woo! Go hand in hand, two peas in a pod. I love our audio issues. I think it's so sexy and fun. Like, I hope we never have good audio. I'm knocking you need on to wood. knock on wood right now. I yeah. knocked. I knocked yeah, three times well. very gently. Um, but yeah, it'll be nice to have a friend who works with you, so you're not like going into a new environment completely yeah, it's on not your own. All new on the first day, and if I have dumb questions, I can ask Casey and yeah, 
I don't know. I just feel more comfortable going in with that. And also I got like a laptop from them and I got a cute little mouse from it oh, or for cute. it. And I got a cute little notebook and a cute little calendar. Everything's cute and little. And Aww. I feel like a office ba- boss ass bitch, you know? They like, gave you a laptop? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I need a laptop to be able to work. Is it like, um, is it a Dell or is it a it's- Mac? shitty as fuck yeah okay i just i wish i'm like if you're gonna give me this laptop like please give me a mac like it's disrespectful to be handing me a chromebook <laughs> they handed you a chromebook oh well no my job didn't hand me anything they simply handed i thought me... you meant they literally <laughs> handed you a chromebook no but at my when i was remember when i was like a salesperson for a month yeah they handed me a chromebook oh god it was i was like why the fuck like have me use my own computer because this is trash yeah i kind of wish i would be using my own computer i mean my my computer shit i would buy a new one for the job yeah but i wish i was using my own computer well it's because on like company owned computers they can track you no matter what well they just get access to everything which is like uh, that feels weird which makes sense they want you to like work but Whatever. It's also like, meh. Please, please don't do this to me. Yeah, we'll see. But that'll be amazing. And I'm, we're wishing you luck. Everyone Thank is you, manifesting everyone. a good Thank you. week for you. Except for like one bitch. I'm sensing some really bad vibes. Yeah, I'm getting the you. name Karen Stacy, maybe. So huh. shut up, Karen slash Stacy. Stop Whichever wishing bad. Yeah, unless your name is Karen slash Stacy and you're wishing me luck, then in that case, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, babies. Little kiss. All right. Well, we'll see you at the session or on the other side of the pod. Bye. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is it's it, just, has it been five seconds? <laughs> you just like were looking. I was trying to count the seconds. Nick said five seconds of silence quick. And the floor above us is squeaking <laughs> so loudly. And Nick is staring at the screen. <laughs> it was a very dramatic moment. Anyway, hi, um, besties. Hey. What's up? Sometimes I wonder if people, like, listen to this and they're like, wow, they're idiots. And no, then... we're just high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's the thing. People listen to this because they want to hear us high. Good. And that is beautiful. Yeah. So come hang out with us. Roll Maybe us you a, should a get joint. high, too. Yeah, you should get high, too. Unless you're going for a sober moment. If you're going for a sober moment, hey, girl. Or if okay. you're under 16. Oh, yeah, 16. We should not be... The legal limit of smoking weed is 821. <laughs> I almost said 18. Unless you're... Okay, I'm sorry about all that. And you should not be smoking weed unless you're over 21 or you need it. <laughs> that part. Anyway, have you heard... You haven't heard of the Velisca Axe murders, right? No, I have no idea. Okay, well, they're from Iowa. Uh, my main resources are iowacoldcases.org, To Catch a Killer podcast, and Wikipedia. Are you ready? I'm so ready. On Sunday evening, June 9th, 1912, Josiah Joe Moore and his wife Sarah took their four children, Herman, 11, Catherine, 10, Boyd, 7, and five-year-old Paul to the Children's Day service at the Presbyterian Church. <laughs> Fun. So many kids. <laughs> My ideal day. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 1912. What else do you have to do? Yeah, churn butter. <laughs> <laughs> churn Read a book. Iowa, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what else do you have to do? Churn butter. Yeah. Churn butter. <laughs> churn butter. Accompanying them were Lena, 12, and Ina, Stillinger, 8. So, two sisters. Neighbors that had asked their parents permission to stay overnight with the more children 
Word. So just, you know, hanging out with the neighbors for the night, going yeah. to the church to see the thing. Going they to had the sleepovers, night. dude. Did you think they didn't have sleepovers well, in 1912? I don't know. <laughs> well, I kind of figured, like, people were probably more, like, private. Right? No? Oh, wow. I mean, you're so, growing up in rural farm. Your only friends are the people around you. Yeah. I always imagined it as, like, like where would... Like, really strict. I imagine they wouldn't be allowed to sleep, like, in the same room or something. No, they Do definitely you... had to sleep in the same rooms because <laughs> picture being poor. Damn. And having this many children. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah. But what about, like, I, what I'm trying to say is, like, they're, like, children of different genders, right? Would they be worried about them? Like, they're all really young. Yeah, true, true. You know? I just imagined, like, old america is super religious and like really opposed to like i don't know yeah i mean maybe they were sleeping in rooms by gender but i might be imagining like the 1800s truthfully like maybe i'm imagining like (laughs) a really strict catholic setting so okay keep going they all have sleepovers they have sleepovers in 1912 the children's day service was an end of the year sunday service school program Sarah Moore was a co-director, and her children performed their little speeches and recite. Ooh. So they performed their little speeches and stuff along with other Sunday school members. The service ended with a social mingling that lasted until at least 9.30 p.m. What the fuck? That's kind of late. Out of church, bro. They're there from, like, dawn to dusk at church? That's that Sunday school craziness right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's so wild. When everyone left on that cloudy, damp, and cool night, no one suspected that neither the Moors or their overnight guests would ever be seen alive again. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> They walked the three blocks back to their home. Cookies and milk ended the festive evening and all went to bed. Sometime after midnight, the killer, or killers, picked up Joe's axe from the backyard, entered the house, and bludgeoned to death all eight of its (laughs) occupants. Yo, that came out of left field. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So that's all we really know, is that somebody came and killed them all with the blunt end of the axe. So not the sharp pointy end, but the dull end. That's kind of like, what's that, um, you know, what's that children's song that's like, da, 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 had an axe. Lizzie, Lizzie Borden? Lizzie Borden. Borden? Yeah. Yeah. How many hacks or whatever yeah. it is. We that, should do Lizzie Borden someday. Oh, we definitely should. Yeah. I guess it's just both of them happened with an axe and are around the same time, but like have wild. children involved. Like, why do, why, people just did that? Like, that's what they did? Mm-hmm. They. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you more. Okay. By 9.30 a.m. on June 10th, Mary Peckham, an elderly neighbor to the west, became concerned that the Moore house seemed quiet and deserted. She called Joe's brother, Ross, a local pharmacist, who arrived at about 8 a.m. to look around. His cautious inspection of the downstairs revealed two figures covered with a sheet in the bedroom. The bed sheets were also <laughs> covered in blood. Wild. So he just finds his whole family, cousins, brother, sister-in-law dead. Yeah. They sent him because he was a pharmacist, too. That cracks me up. Yeah. Well, they were like, you're kind of a doctor, yeah. and it's your family. You should like, be the one go to go. look. Seriously. Like, go. It looks weird, so. I don't know what's going on. I'm scared. He said, after my careful inspection, I've discovered they're all dead. <laughs> they have been marked, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> He's like, they've been marked. <laughs> after my careful inspection. <laughs> they've been marked. They've been marked. 
Ross stepped back and away from the crime scene and called Joe's hardware store, telling employee Ed Selly to fetch Marshal Henry Hank Horton. Because something. <laughs> Marshal Henry Hank Horton. <laughs> Marshal Henry Hank Horton. <laughs> Marshall Henry Hank Horton. No, not Ned Selly <laughs> and Marshall Henry Hank Horton. Oh, that's so funny. They just have long Southern names. That's it's Iowa. Yeah. We're not Southern, but we're kind of Southern. Well, in 1912, everything is kind of Southern. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> the South was a different portrayal. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, because something terrible had happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you think his voice sounds I honestly, terrible <laughs> had happened i just like didn't recognize that i was supposed to read so it was just my go-to impulse you know the yeah, character like spoke through accident. me yeah <laughs> very british of you yeah hank arrived about 8 30 a.m went through the house and found as he told ross when he came out somebody's murdered in every bed the partially cleaned murder weapon was left leaning against the south wall of the downstairs bedroom, where the visiting Stillinger girls were found. Oof. Man, maybe this is so when they stopped they having the sleepovers. They were like, you know those bitches who stayed the night at their house? No, that's Mark. not going to happen to you. <laughs> Presumably, though, they were the last to be killed then, right? Damn. Which is sad to think that you let your kids go hang out at their friend's house, and they were murdered because of it. Yeah, dude. I bet, like, as a parent, you'd always feel guilty. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds so... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. The killer had added two bizarre touches to the murder scene. The oh. first was a four-pound piece of slab bacon leaning against the wall next to the axe. Okay. So a slab bacon... It's just like a big sheet of bacon that you peel off what you want. Okay. But... So it's like the hunk of bacon. Okay. Cooked? Uncooked. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Wow. The murderer had also searched the dresser drawers for pieces of clothing to cover the mirrors in the house and the glass in every entry drawer. <laughs> On the kitchen table was a plate of uneaten food and a bowl of bloody water. What? All what the, th the fuck? Why Weird. was the water bloody? Well, was it drank? Yeah, How much drink? of it was gone? Was Did it half full? Did he purposely put blood in there? Did he like dip his finger in to make it bloody? Yeah, I what guess, happened? Like, was he drinking blood? Yeah, who knows? That's so weird. It also is like kind of spooky to imagine like, was there any sign of struggle? Like, is there proof that they were killed outside of the beds? Like, was no one... In a Were deep dive, there's asleep? probably that information, but I didn't go that deep in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And, well, and I also wonder if there would be, because 1912, they were yeah, probably like, well, damn, farm they were asleep, country. and yeah, that I, sure was weird. Yeah, they all just darn died. Yeah. You know? Wild. Dexter? Okay, a version of Dexter. Well, actually, I I've don't know if I've never seen there's... Dexter. It's like, I have only seen a few episodes, but it's like a detective who's like also a murderer. But I was going to say, like, detective person goes back in time and solves true crime cases marshall hank henry <laughs> marshall hank williams, henry williams yeah yeah him maybe it could he be like... is the back in time and he covered up the whole thing because maybe the yeah. true story was just too much for us to know and they never allowed sleepovers ever again and he always wanted to sleep over <laughs> when he was a kid so when he got the power <laughs> to go back in time he made the murder unsolvable so then it just got forgotten you're totally right. And I think, like, as a result of that, like, the FBI agents are going to come and get us. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, is that the Beautiful. reason the ceiling yeah. is squeaking? Oh above my God. Is, it just <laughs> is the roof falling in? Oh. <laughs> anyway. anyway. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> all the victims were found in their beds, their heads covered with bed sheets, and all had their skulls battered 20 to 30 times with the blunt end of the axe. Woof. Oofta. The ceiling in the parents' bedroom and the children's room upstairs showed gouge marks apparently had been made by the upswing of the axe. Damn. Though Lena Stillinger's nightgown had been pushed up and she'd been left exposed, doctors concluded that she had not been sexually abused. Lena had also <laughs> had a bloodstain on her knee and an alleged defensive wound on her arm. Oh, so she was defending herself. Well, she was the last one, so imagine if you hear that. Yeah. Yeah, you're when probably gonna so wake young, up. Like, like if you woke up and you were young, you'd be terrified. Like, you'd just be scared. Yeah. Like, and the people that are supposed to be helping you are already dead. Yeah. Do you think? Oofta. Oh. Mm. Oh, that's terrifying. Mm. Yeah. The more Stillinger funeral services were held in the Villisca's Town Square on June twelfth, nineteen twelve, with thousands in attendance. Gemini season. Gemini season, <laughs> Ripskis. Honestly, yeah, not to be like you, Gemini's, but but makes sense. Adds up. Yeah. National Guardsmen blocked. Here's Katie and Gemini <laughs> taking a sip of their drink, like hmm. <laughs> no, well, I was <clears throat> I was thinking it's weird to hear about a summer murder. You know. You think all murders happen in the winter, or no. is that just in my mind? They kind of do. Like I know that that's not like a real thing, but I feel like. Whenever I imagine a murder, it's always, like, kind of cold, you know? Like, if you're, like, imagining visually... I'm high right now, you guys. I'm sorry. But, like, yeah, it's just weird Maybe to think of, like, such a brutal murder in winter. That you're trained to I'm think summer. of as, like, cold murder. Yeah. Not hot, warm. That's supposed to be, like, relaxing. And... Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Huh. Wild. Huh. Interesting to think about. Your little art brain. Yeah, your little thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's literally what we're trying to think about when you're designing something is like how would it yeah. feel in the room and yeah. Anyway, you're yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so National Guardsmen blocked the streets as a hearse moved towards the firehouse where the eight victims lay. Their caskets, not on display during the funeral, were later carried on several wagons to the Velisca Cemetery for burial. The funeral procession was 50 carriages long. Holy shit, so, like, everyone in the town went. And the surrounding towns. Like, everybody went to this funeral. Wild. Because it was probably... A whole family Wow, died. yeah. At 5.19 a.m. the morning following the murders, the Reverend Lynn, George, Jacqueline, Kelly left Villisca on... Wait, wait, wait. Is that still one name? Lynn, George, Jacqueline, Kelly? Kelly? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I think my brother has four names really i won't say them all on here because that's weird to say all my brother's names on here my brother has he has four names yeah i have four names because i was adopted but you have four names but uh, damn <laughs> yeah. yeah i guess so nico doesn't have a middle name yeah because his last name is like long enough that it's basically his first name too well, well i also am not <laughs> sure if legally my middle name is nicholas or if my first name is a space isn't nicholas, your... and i have no He's an enigma. Yeah. It's the reason I love him. The idea of your first name being just an uh. A. Is... 
What do you call it when, like, the IRS, like... Can't find you? Yeah. Rod. Rod. Investigation. <laughs> They're gonna investigate you. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Oh, God. Uh, Nick, I've got some advice. Mm-hmm. Take... You should not take his last name if you guys ever get married. No, he's taking mine. And Good. I think you can legally change your first name when you get married. So if you mm-hmm. wanted to, he could change his first name. When you should get change married. it to Spike. <laughs> Spike Lamont. Or Jim. Yeah. He's not going to take my last name. Damn. But I'm trying to get him to. It'd be easier. Well, I guess it wouldn't be easier because the last name's not the problem. It's like the first and middle. Yeah, but he could change anyway. his first name if we got married. Anyway. Yeah, anyways, yeah. So, this, Thank you Kelly. so much to our friend who yeah. gave us this. Yeah, shout I out am to Nana. Absolutely, anyways. <clears throat> Reverend Kelly left Velisca on board the westbound number five train and allegedly told fellow travelers that there were eight dead souls back in Velisca, Iowa, butchered in their beds while they slept, he said, even though the bodies had not been yet discovered. So, he knows about the murder. Before it, uh, they it were was even found. discovered. Yeah, because they weren't found until 8.30 a.m. Was that? This is three hours before their body was discovered, that he was already talking about the murder. Do you, was he the reverend of their church? Do you know? Kelly had arrived to Velisca for the first time the Sunday morning of the murders and attended Sunday school performance by the Stillinger girls before departing early Monday. Oh my god. He had returned two weeks later and posing as a detective, joined a tour of the murdered house of the murder house with a group of investigators. What the fuck? So he Dude. comes into town, murks these this family and children, and then leaves town and then comes back <laughs> pretending he's a detective and after he said there's like eight souls there's exactly eight people whose bodies haven't been found three hours here. before they were found yeah and then he fled via train mm-hmm. oh my goodness oh what that how is and this yeah. is a cold case i'm this sorry case, this is yeah. a cold case mm-hmm. all those bitches this is not that cold yeah. like come on cops for you ah <sighs> Authorities first became interested in Reverend Kelly a few weeks after the murders and had been alerted by being the recipient of his rambling letters. Kelly, the son and grandson of English ministers, had suffered a mental breakdown as an adolescent. Since immigrating to America with his wife in 1904, Kelly had preached at Methodist churches across the North Dakota, Minnesota, Kansas, and Iowa areas. He had been assigned as a visiting minister to several small communities north of Villisca, where he developed a reputation for odd behavior. He had also been convicted of sending obscene materials through the mail and had spent time in a mental hospital. Bro. Bro, 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 bro. This is literally, like, not to be, like, people who try to assume places of power, like being a police officer, like being a priest or a reverend, so they seem good in the public eye. Yeah. Sometimes they're the worst people. Yeah, and he's, like, obviously mentally going through something, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. he's mentally ill as fuck and is there at this day of the crime and knows about it. And, like, you're joking me. Like, you're going to look at evidence and be like, no, but God chose him. But God chose him. No. But God chose him. You're kidding me. So a grand jury indicted Kelly for Lena Lena Stillinger's... Oh, Lena Stillinger. so hard to say. (laughs) A grand jury indicted Kelly for Elena Stanlinger's murder. He was interrogated throughout the summer of 2000, 
2000. Of 2000. He was of interrogated. <laughs> okay, you got this. <clears throat> it's just a sentence, Nick. And he was interrogated throughout the summer of 1917 while in jail awaiting trial. On August 31st at 7 a.m., Kelly signed a confession to the murder, saying God had whispered to him to Suffer the children to come upon me. Suffer the children to come upon me. <laughs> huh? To come on to me. Uh, to come on to me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Weird. Meaning that like, the like, children need to die. To so that they be... can come to me. Yeah. To come to God. That's... That's so fucking weird. Yeah, That's so weird. Kelly recanted his confession at trial, and his case went to the jury on September 26th. The jury deadlocked 11 to 1 for acquittal. A second jury was immediately impaneled and acquitted Reverend Kelly in November. No one else has ever been tried for the murders, and the crime remains one of the most horrific unsolved mass murders in American history. And that is the Velisca Axe murders. Yo, so... He got away with it because he was a pastor. He got away with it because he was a pastor. And uh, they wouldn't believe that he could murder these people. Just crazy. Wow. There's other people that they thought it could have been. And some other podcasts go into the theory. I think Morbid has a two-part episode on Velisca Axe murders. Like, there's a lot more information out there. I just didn't want to... Dive deep, deep. Deep, deep. I just wanted to give the base level information this week. Well, because also... That's pretty open shut, you know. Like here's we this pretty mi- much know, yeah. Like who did it? We can talk about other people who might have done it, but at the end of the day, that's it was like, Reverend Kelly. It was yeah. But it's a cold case. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Iowa, oh Iowa, oh Iowa, oh Iowa. Iowa, gotta stay warm, gotta, <laughs> gotta stay, stay hydrated, hydrated. otherwise you'll die in the, the freezing cold. cold. Thank you, Iowa. Wow. Three sentence summary, Katie. Time for a sleepover with the exclamation point at the end. Um, all eight of them go to church and then home to bed. An axe murderer, a.k.a. Reverend Kelly, kills them and gets away with it. Period. Sad. Exclamation point. It was four sentences, but... That's okay. I'll take it. Cool. Hell yeah. Good, good run at it. <laughs> that first sentence was wild. <laughs> you came out the back. I'm going crazy. Time for a sleepover. Time for a sleepover. <laughs> you deserve to go to hell. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry to say it. Well, that's the most shocking thing. I think all of this, the fact that sleepovers exist. <laughs> yeah. The most shocking part of this the case. The fact that they wouldn't have existed if that one Marshall didn't go back in time to save sleepovers Yeah, forever. Marshall seriously saved us. I think, His like... name's not Marshall. He is the Marshall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> his name is hank oh yeah hank harmony hippity hap greenberg <laughs> hank harmony hippity hap <laughs> um forename hank but no he really his story should be told like in a biopic type yeah. setting i think is what you should i think you should quit your job and no, i think that you should write here. his biopic no dude here. but you are the one who was covered in this golden light and gifted with this story of Thank Hank. You. That's yeah. not, you just made me feel so inspired right now. Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna write it, right? Ian, yeah. 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 Cool. Girl cool. boss can't keep gaslight go. I'm feeling um 
I don't know. Let's see. Girl keep. Girl gatekeep. Girl yeah. better keep. Gatekeep. You're feeling gatekeepy? Yeah. Or kept, maybe. From... Let's see. I just, I really want like a, a little break. And I feel like next weekend I get like a little break because it's a three day weekend. So, you Hell know. Yeah. But right now I'm being gate kept. President's Day is the 21st. I wonder if I get that day off. I think you will. Hell fucking yeah. Right? Right? It's kind of nice. There should be more of them. I wish we had four day work weeks. That part. But yeah. So right now I'm being gate kept from like a break but it's like i'm only feeling that way because it's so close you know yeah. what i mean so it's just it's coming so up. close yet so yeah. far away it's so far away i <laughs> four day work week four day work week yeah yeah mm-hmm. um but what about you i'm now feeling girl bossy because i just found out that i get a four day work week soon <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what if they don't give it to you honestly i'm gonna check my <laughs> schedule because i probably know <sighs> Are you ready? Drum roll, please. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm scheduled for a meeting that morning. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Damn. So. That's kind of weird. I feel like my, yeah, my job kind of like does the holidays more strictly because we don't, we're not allowed to take days off and we don't really mm-hmm. have time off. So then they're like, all right, okay, this one day, you guys. As yours. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. Nothing. We're not going to give you nothing else. But, yeah. Sad. Well, are you still feeling girl boss, knowing that? <laughs> a little less girl bossy, but yeah. I'll still say girl boss for the hell of it. Good. Girl uh. boss, because you're... In... <laughs> girl boss, because you're inspiring to be a girl boss. Aspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Aspiring. Yeah. I'm aspiring you're and inspiring. Aspiring. Full of it, baby. Yeah. Anyway, you know where to find us. On Instagram at... Killer Kush Podcast. On Twitter at... Killer Kush Podcast? Killer Kush Pod. <laughs> and on the Facebook. And Killer Kush Podcast, for sure. At that one. <laughs> and then the link tree to find our Patreon. And, and also find the links to submit a sound of the week or a listener story. And to kiss us on the mouth or email us. It's right there. All yeah. in that link tree. You can kiss us on the mouth right in that link tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Click please. The link right tree. now. We're waiting. And that's that's all, folks. Boom.